Hello everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of 5 Minutes Tech. My name is Felipe, and in this podcast we talk about technology news and we also have some special guests. And today we invite Marco Antonel and we bring to you a few moments of technology applied to drones and also the influence of drones in our lives. And the first topic is about IBM Skylink. The Skylink was created in 2016 by Andrew Trice, manager of IBM's cloud division. And this solution is an application that combines drone, cloud, and cognitive computing in a single unified interface. It works like this. After uploading, the image captured by the drone is automatically analyzed using a cloud platform and IBM's Watson can help in the process of analyzing natural disasters. So it's pretty cool, it's, it's basically AI predicting natural disasters. So, and now it's about drones helping to fight coronavirus. An Indian startup called Drone Maps is using drones to create 3D city maps to track COVID-19 access point. They help create maps that have 3D images with resolution 30 times better than satellites. And the local government was tasked with creating an urban infrastructure to manage the influx of so many people. And the startup using this drone to create 3D maps helping them create exit and entry roads and identify areas to be isolated. It's about BBC experiences using drones as a bird ideal of breaking news. In 2015, the BBC's area of photography drew attention uh, when one of the broadcaster's drone videos went viral. The footage, uh, which showed previously unseen views of Auschwitz concentration camp, was shot to commemorate the, the 70th anniversary of camp's libertation by Allied forces. Still with the drone services, UPS company has been exploring drones technology for several years to expand its services, as well as offering logistical support to non-profit working in developing nations. The focus is on real-world applications that benefit the customers. They think drones offer a great solution to deliver to hard-to-reach locations in urgent situations, where other modes of transportation are not available in the hard-access areas. And our last topic is about the use of drones and Pyrenees mountain ranges. Drones are allowing farmers to monitor cow grazing without the need to climb the mountain to care for animals. Farmers are testing this technology to control animals while animals graze. Uh, they used to be alone for up to seven months. And the company Exotronics is responsible for the project with a conventional drone combined with techniques of location and counting it is monitoring the animals and the farmers are satisfied with the outcomes. And this is a proof that high technology does not necessarily need to be applied in large cities and drones can be accessible to everyone, everywhere. Hey guys, and now it's time to talk to the guest. And today we have our colleague Mark Antonell and we make a little different this time. We try to make something more informal with fluid conversation and we hope you like this format. Thanks for accepting our invitation and we'd like to introduce you as a super high-tech guy and who lately is risking new flights with drones, which is super cool. So I brought some topics here and if you like it, we could talk about it.
Thanks to you, Felipe. Uh, glad to be here. So, so let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. The first topic I would like to talk about is the map of domestic drone authorizations. We use traffic maps to move around city, but for drones, we also have maps in specific place for flights, right? Could you explain a little how it works? That's right. So each country has its online site or app with GeoZone map concerning their airspace. And this app tells you where people with a drone can perform an activity or where it is forbidden because there is an airport nearby, a military area, a prison, and, and so on. And in addition, most of these applications also tell you how high you can fly it, uh, depending on the weight, and other useful information not to break any law. Cool, super cool. Mark, recently we had some changes in regulations, mainly to support a larger number of new drones in the air. Do you know if there are any specific rules and if this can interfere with domestic use? I mean, how can people avoid violations? Yes, as you say, there are new regulations. Previously, each country had its own rules, and now since the past 1st of January, the European Union came with new and unified drone regulations, which basically, and to sum it up, let's say at all, all drones fall under three different categories, depending on the kind of operations that you want to perform. In my case, for example, it's recreational, and inside each category there are different subcategories, depending on the weight and the speed. So depending on it, you can fly in the city with people, outside in mountains, higher, lower, and so on, right? Exactly, that's it. To give you an example, my drone weighs less than 250 grams, so first of all I don't even need to register it, and then I can fly it over people who are not part of the operation so that they are not involved. Uh, I cannot fly it over crowds, that's something different. And also I can fly it in the city uh, or in different parts where maybe drones that are heavier might not be able to fly it even in the middle of the city or over uninvolved people. Great. This is already clear information. And now, taking a step back and for those who didn't notice, could you say something about improvement that drones have brought about film recordings, photo sessions and video productions? That's crazy. Uh, I think that is in a movie where they don't show an aerial take. Uh, not that the drones are a new thing from yesterday, but probably years ago they had to rent a helicopter to do what now any of us can do with such a small but powerful piece of technology. <laughs> yeah, you completely right. Aerial photography or high-end photo sessions became accessible for everyone. Indeed. Yeah, now I have a long question, and sorry for that, but I have to give some context. So, in recent years, it has become quite clear that drones, in addition to domestic drones, are widely used militarily. And uh, I remember that in early 2019, there was an episode that the US military used for an attack in Iran. And some TV channels mentioned that these drones were currently one of the most lethal weapons in US in attacks. So, do you think drones will continue on these two parallels, domestic and military, or do you see any other technology taken on this type of activity for both? About the domestic side, I do believe that they will keep on getting better and better. Not many days ago I saw this new model, which you don't even need a remote or, or a controller, it just follows you anywhere. <laughs> even if you are running in a crazy narrow path full of trees, it will just follow you without crashing. And to me, I found that crazy. <laughs> Unbelievable. 
Unbelievable. On the other hand, though, about the military, I have no clue. Uh, this is a crazy world. Uh, they for sure will find something crazier that can destroy even more or harm more, unfortunately. So if, it's a, if it will be a drone or not, this I don't know. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. And so continuing this last recreational part, nowadays drones are used professionally for order delivery, foods, access to remote areas to solve social problems, monitor environment reserves, attacks and poaching. Do you think this is an important area and what drones can supply this need? I mean, finding a point in the middle of domestic and military becoming necessary professionally for us? I mean, apparently they are already using them to deliver packages, uh, but to me this is crazy to imagine. I mean, not only for the space that you potentially need for the drone to, to deliver, but because I can see a bunch of people with long sticks trying to hit the drone just to get the packages for themselves. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, society, right? So, any recommendations for beginners? I believe that I'm at that stage where the most relevant tips I can that I can give would be to, I don't know, to get a protection plan in case that you crash it. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I hadn't I hadn't used it, mine, but I don't think it's because of my <laughs> great ability, just because it's just too cold outside. <laughs> so I'm not flying it. <laughs> oh, take care of your drone, please. <laughs> cool, super cool, Mark. And that's it. Thank you very much for participating, Mark. It was a pleasure for me, and I hope you come more often. Always feel invited, please, really. Thanks to you for, for the invite, Felipe. It was very enjoyable. Almost as enjoyable as the snacks that I meet that you brought. <laughs> They are amazing, man. I'm glad that you like it. So, guys, our episode is ending now. Thanks for everyone who heard it, as always. And if you have any questions, suggestions, please let me know. And see you on the next episode. Take care. Bye. Five minutes, step. A podcast by Heroes and Team.